welcome to the Otakuology Podcast, and this is Gotta Read Em All, a Pokemon podcast. I'm your host, Otaku Mike. With me, as always, is Jin. He has two Pokeballs graves. <laughs> and today, we are looking at chapter... I don't remember what chapter. Chapter 23. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at chapter... I don't remember what chapter. Chapter 23. <laughs> of the Pokemon Podcast. Not po- Pokemon manga. I can't. I'm fucking tired. We're, okay. we're reading chapter 23 of our Pokemon manga, Pokemon Adventures. I'm tired. I alone. <laughs> but, but this is the 23rd tonight. podcast as well. Yes, it is. So, uh, you know how it so is. So I heard you had a little Pokemon action last night yourself. Uh, whenever somebody else in a party that you went to's, uh, no, we're not talking about that. Toddler fought somebody else. No, we're not talking about that. We're not talking about that. Fight. We're not talking about that. You know, it'd be a really cool, you know, just because I tell you off the podcast doesn't mean you have to put it on the podcast. You know what? It would be a really cool adaptation to a video game. Well, what's that? Like Street Fighter, but like while you're playing that, you also have a Pokemon that's at your side that's also fighting. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. I mean, maybe who knows? So let me throw this question to you. Okay, what Pokemon would Ryu have? Um, uh, I don't know. I think he'd have a Hitmonchan. Or not a Hitmonchamp. Uh, a Machamp. You think so? Yeah, forearms of fury. Oh. So what, what about Blanca? Ken, what about Ken? What would Ken have? A Meowth. Um, why a Meowth? Because Ken's the money bags, buddy. Oh, I guess he's got the right. and he's still got the fist of fury. Meow. Okay. Well, you wanna. Tell us what happened on the last episode for people who didn't watch or listen to the last episode. Yeah. On our last episode of the podcast, we recorded an unwind episode for you guys. No, not that one. I meant the fucking Pokemon. (laughs) Dumbass. I was like, I wonder if Mike's going to catch on with me doing this. Um, No, on the last one... For chapter 22, we were at the second part of our, our two-part Safari Zone one, um, where basically uh, Red got stuck in the Safari Zone and had to uh, come up with a way himself to basically take out some Nido Kings and uh, the Bell Sprout line. And if you don't remember, he smuggled a Pokeball in his butthole. That's important to know. That we think. We think. We don't know yeah. yet. But then it was weird because Pidgey kept giving him Safari Balls, so he didn't actually use it, but... I mean, he tried to use that one that he had smuggled somewhere. That's we true. We don't know where. That's true. He was like, Pokeball, go! He's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking stupid! <laughs> I didn't think I was going to get the pop down. I was like, oh shit, this might be really bad or really good. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he he smuggled this Pokeball. I I agree. We don't exactly know what it came from, so he might have had it in his prison wallet. Yeah, 
We don't know. But, oh, but, but then we get into uh, the start of this next chapter, which I feel like is important slash isn't really that important. It's just kids talking about a statue of Giovanni and how he's been gone and everything. And they're like, oh, who's, who's Giovanni, you know? Yeah. So the first page I feel like is kind of unnecessary here. Yeah. But although I feel like when we get to the next page, to, to be exact, um, I feel like we missed out on some kind of adventure that happened after the Safari Zone. We did. What happened in the cave? Yes. What, what which, did the, which the other thing the is, cave? the other thing is, you know, there's not a plate or anything telling us which cave it is. It's just it's the Diglett Cave that they I believe they called it. Yeah. In Pewter City. So, like, we're kind of backtracking a little bit. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely backtracking it in this I'm aspect. Like, we've already been here, and then I'm kind of like, is he going to go see Brock again? Well, I mean, like, he was in the, <clears throat> in the Safari Zone. How far is the Safari Zone to Pewter City? I don't know. Hold on. Let me uh, scroll to the back of my book. <laughs> you know? But... Um, Safari Zone is... Where are you at? 22. Where are we at? Chapter 20. Oh, it's oh, kind of a distance, yeah. So do you think he just went all the way back to Pewter City for no reason? Or, you know, he, I don't know, had to drop off all his Pokemon with Professor Oak? Oh, no. The, Fizar- the Safari Zone is probably about the halfway point. Okay. Yeah. But we see Red coming out of a tunnel, and he's with somebody else. Uh, we know a gentleman, who it is. A gentleman in a suit with a shield as an emblem on his we, chest. We know who it is. It is Giovanni, the gym leader for the gym that's been closed down. And they were looking for fossils, for Pokemon fossils in this particular cave. Uh, I, I feel like to... I feel like he should have had like an alternate name in this. Because, you know, they come out of the cave and he's like, Oh, Giovanni, and oh yeah, I can't remember your name, but I feel like Giovanni should have used like an alias here, maybe like Bob, Bob, Doug. Yeah, well, it should have been Bob because then we could have made the joke, uh, Bob, agent of Hydra. True, true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we see them walking and talking. They got their fossils, their Pokemon fossils. Hopefully, they find something hidden within them, you know. And I have to say. Giovanni being nice is off-putting. Because we already know who Giovanni is and what he's done, you know? Well, as of right now, too, he's got the Brock eyes. And we already know that whenever somebody's got the Brock eyes, yeah. and they, they get then they open their eyes later on going forward that it does get a little But I crazy. think it's funny that Red's doing his very much his boisture thing. Where he's like talking himself up. And he's like, oh, you know, all the gym leaders fear me. And you see Giovanni and he's like kind of eyeballing him. I know you you did say you liked that scene earlier. Even even gym leaders trembling in fear of me. And we get a little little flashback from the Koga and Lieutenant Surge uh, battles that we had. And, and, and Giovanni, I feel like Giovanni's really wondering if Red did take them out 
because Red comes off as being very like childish and kind of stupid almost. Well, in this chapter, and he does he does bring it up at the very end of this chapter, mm-hmm. where he's kind of like, oh yeah. Uh, I just had to meet the boy. I mean, I feel like it's very Harry Potter-esque. I just so, had to meet the boy that defeated Koga and, and Surge. Do you, do you think Giovanni planned this meeting? He was like, oh, he's got to be at the No, the tunnel. I, I don't think he planned it, but I do think I do think that he knew who he was already. Okay, okay. So it was like, a, oh... I've seen this kid. Let me look at him firsthand, you know. Oh, yes. I, I already know this little pipsqueak, you know. And we see them walking. Uh, they're going to, oh, it was like a museum, a research center. Yeah, they were going to the Museum of Science. The Museum of Science. That's, that's such a wonderful name. The Museum it's, of it's Science. Blatant. It's blatant. It's like the museum we have here. It's called the Museum of Discovery. They're all like, that seems a bit on the nose, doesn't it? What kind of discovery are we talking about, you know? Yeah. But it's a a little kid museum, so. But they're like, oh man, it's hot out. It's really hot out. And Giovanni, you know. Which I do, on this part right here, I do have to point out. uh, Giovanni knowing the difference between a warm slash hot day and the flames from a Pokemon. Yes. Like he's he, he knows that much about like you know Pokemon. just from the temperature, yeah, just from the temperature alone. He's like the heat is caught co- the heat caused by these flames. It's wild magmar. No, it's two magmar. So he knows that there's two. Right? Is he like some kind of psychic or something? Right. That's you know? what I'm saying. Like, if you have enough experience to know that. It's almost like if you went on a boat trip with somebody and, oh, there's three three crocodiles right here in the water. And you're like, what? <laughs> How do you know there's three crocodiles? Oh, you see that little swift thing and, and the water's bouncing off and blah, 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 blah. I mean, it's just crazy. It's crazy to think that there's somebody out there that could be Giovanni level and, <laughs> and be able to do that. But we see the Museum of Science is up in flames, and Red is shocked and awe that you know a Pokemon started this fire. And we, I like this picture with the two Magmars, the one, and when they're in the flames, when they're in the flames, I like that touch. I think that's really cool. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I like I like Giovanni's like reaction, and because Red pushes him out of the way, he's like, "Look out, Mister! You know, I got this." I know what I'm doing. I'm a Pokemon trainer. And we see Giovanni just sitting back and like studying Red. Yes. Which is really interesting and like to see like Giovanni is smart even though he is putting on like an act. Right. Well, <clears throat> and one of the other things that this part makes me think is uh like the Jeffrey Dahmer TV show, like, let me take a picture. Or like because he's really focusing on him, like yes, yes, and it's it's crazy because he's like, and you see Giovanni kind of have those parts where it's like, do I throw my Pokemon out at him? Do I not? What do I do? No, oh, he's yeah. stupid. No, I, he's got a good head on his shoulders. I mean, it's kind of like this whole back and forth, almost chess game in his head, 
with every move that Red makes that Giovanni's like, do I kill him now? Do I let him <laughs> live? What do I do? I like this part where he throws out the Snorlax and he Giovanni's like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Right. You know, Snorlax isn't going to do nothing for for the, these put out these fires. Right. Well, and if you if before you read the text or whatever and you see Snorlax asleep, I'm pretty sure you'd be like, what the fuck is going on throwing out a guy that's asleep? <laughs> I mean, he basically says that uh uh we can see it in Giovanni's face. He's like, god damn it. Like this kid, you know, which why did I don't see why Giovanni has uh, a stake in this like why does Giovanni care that the museum is on fire because uh, the museum I think is the only place that we know of currently to have the fossils changed okay I think that's why because you know later on they had to find out I think like a private owner or somebody has one oh. so you know but it's funny to see Giovanni's thought process where he's like, you know, this child, this child is raw and has no foresight, but he might be good. <laughs> like right. he might have that natural talent as well. well I like, I mean, I mean, even like the Snorlax part right here that yeah. it says, he says clever, but a little ruthless, wouldn't you say? And reading that, I was kind of like, but Giovanni's ruthless. Like, yeah. So for him to say that, you know, is a little like, but Giovanni, that's yeah. you to a T. Like, and, and thinking about it, like, if we really, like, thought about it at this point when Giovanni knows Red, mm-hmm. there could be almost a point that I feel like in an, another timeline, Giovanni could manipulate Red to be the next Giovanni. I'm just going to throw this out there. Uh, yeah. Giovanni is Red's dad just gonna sit and i'm just joking that's not a thing no but how many people are gonna be like <gasps> otaku mike said that giovanni was red's dad well yeah. uh well mrs red there was that one time in college <laughs> we, we still don't know who red's dad is what if giovanni was her professor in school and looked up and then then she was like oh you need to stay after class to Raise your grade up and get some extra points, right? Mm-mm-mm. I mean, we haven't seen Red's mom in this, have we? No, I don't think we. I don't think Red is ever like Ash, where we actually see family members. For Wait, him. what am I saying? He has a dad. His dad died. Well, thanks for spoiling that for me, Mike. It was at the beginning, right? Because the Poliwhirl was Red's dad's. Yeah, but I don't think they ever said that he was dead. Did he? Did they not say he was dead? Maybe I'm just misremembering things. Yeah. Because if if not, I don't really think they actually touch on any of that. Oh, okay. Uh, as well, far in my, as in my head canon, Red's dad's dead. <laughs> no, I do agree with you. I do think that they do bring up that the Poliwhirl is his dad's. But I don't know... If they actually ever touch more on, are they dead? Are they still alive? And we never really see them at all. Yeah. So. I like this part where Red's trying to figure out what Pokemon to use. And he's 
like going through his Pokemon, and his Pokemon are still like low health and like you know stuff like that. I like but, that he can see that. Yes, I like that too. How many people would have just thrown it out and been like, "Oh shit, my guy, my guy got taken out." We'll sacrifice you. You know, right? Well, well you might well, not have known though. You might not have. But I do have to question why he didn't throw two out because he could have done everything like he did with Sandshrew and then still. I have to out. say, I like it. I like Sandshrew. Yeah. I think Sandshrew is a very underrated Pokemon. It's cute, adorable, doesn't get a lot of hype. You know, he's very much one of those forgotten Pokemon, I feel like. And he turns into a ball. And he turns into a ball. He's a little armadillo. And you know, another thing that you can like what when he evolves he technically turns into sonic the hedgehog true but i like sand true more than sand slash yeah but we see and giovanni's like kind of dumbfounded that red just threw out this really low level pokemon of sand true and red's kind of pushing giovanni out of the way and <laughs> He basically uses Dig to basically suffocate the fire and he throws... uses Sand Attack. Is it Sand Attack? Okay, I thought it was like a Dig, kind of. Uh, okay, because it looks like he's digging. Yeah. But it does say Sand Attack on here. Yeah. Okay. No, but... And this is some something else, pointing out that I like. This is another thing that I really enjoy reading about the manga, because in the game... You're never going to have a situation where you can go, oh, well, I use sand attack, and then it's not directed as an attack. You know, his, you know what I, I was like, thinking? I like it here because it's directed as, like, a secondary, automatically, I'm using this to, like, attack the flames, not attack the Pokemon. It says sand attack, yeah. but in the little, like, um, sound effects, it says dig, 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 dig. Yeah. That's where I got confused. Ding, 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 ding. And then, well, there could be a move called... Yeah. Do you see that one? With the flames? What if all the Pokemon names were made out of sound effects? Like... Pa! Or pee-pew! Yeah. Poo-poo-poo! Alright, I need you to use boof. Now use... he, He basically takes out these two Magmar... With the sand attack by like smothering all the flames, and Giovanni's like, uh, what he what he lacks in knowledge, he makes up for his uh, ingenuity. Perhaps you know he he is really good, you know. Right. Yeah. You know, Giovanni's kind of like, I think Giovanni has kind of dropped his guard a little bit. In this, it seems like like he's. Like, obviously, Red can't see Giovanni because Giovanni is standing behind him. And it's all, like, inner monologue and stuff. But I like how Red takes out the Magmar with with the Sandshrew. And it's almost like a weird, like, sand vortex, it looks like. Yeah. In, in that part. And then Giovanni, Giovanni is getting ready to take out a Pokemon. Yeah, which do, you, which do you think too? Well, there's also another part where he talks about the sand's hitting them, but it's not doing anything. It just yeah. seems to be annoying them. And Red says, I don't need a backseat driver. Yes. Which Red knows what he's talking about, right? Do you? Yeah, he knows that he's talking about, hey, you know, my attack's not really doing that much, you know, 
which uh, I kind of wonder too if in Giovanni's head, knowing that he defeated Koga and Lieutenant Surge, if Giovanni's not on his high horse and he's like, well, I could beat Koga and Lieutenant Surge, you know, like they're not, they're not the best people, you know. I, I don't really think that even though this kid has some kind of ability, so mm-hmm. to speak, that he's not somebody that can beat me. True. I mean, because so. Giovanni is one of the best. He's not the best, but he's one of them. Like, isn't yeah, he like because he's, he's the leader of Lieutenant of uh, Team Rocket? But isn't he like one of like the hardest gyms? Yeah, he's the eighth gym. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you can really say that though. If he is one of the hardest or not. Okay. You know, um, because it all just depends really yeah on stuff you know people like to akin that but the manga i feel is where he really gets flushed out more as being you know that top tier kind of trainer Mm -hmm. like if he wanted to he could be like part of the elite four or um even maybe the champion but it's that he doesn't care for that because there's no money in that yeah yeah you know which would be cool to know if, like, maybe there was a story where he did do that and maybe was like, oh, I have dreams of being the champion and got his ass kicked. Yeah. And then from there, he was, like, so overcome um, with rage or whatever that he formed Team Rocket. Uh-huh. Um, but we also have here where Sentru, uh Red uses Run. So he's trying to run away. He just basically kind of makes the sandstorm thing that you brought up. Yeah. And the magmars and stuff are uh, covered in sand. Um, I believe here it was kind of like one of a thunderstorm kind of thing where the lightning hits sand and it kind of crystallizes. I think that's kind of what. You think so? Yeah. I think the sand kind of like crystallized on him from the heat. Interesting. I guess I can see that now because they kind of looked a little different. Yeah, well, and they're just they're stuck there. Yeah, and uh, Red's happy that he you know he fought the uh, the Magmar. I'm surprised he didn't try to catch the Magmar. Yeah, that's true. That is normally, true. Normally, he's all about catching Pokemon, and he didn't catch the Magmar. Maybe he, because uh, Gary had a Magmar, right? I don't not think Gary. so. Red, <coughs> blue. Um, I don't know. No, I don't think he has a Magmar. I don't know. But I like this part where he's like, where uh, Giovanni's like, you're going you're gonna to strike the final blow. And Red's like, nah, I'm not going to, I'm not that, I'm not that kind of guy, you know. And uh, he's like, I can't attack a defenseless opponent. And Giovanni is taken off guard. And you see Red walk away. And Giovanni's like, I'm not above this. You know, I'll fucking attack him. Right. I'll attack the Magmar, but uh, do you want to go into this next part with what Giovanni gives Red? Yeah. You 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 were surprised by this. Like, you remembered this. I don't know exactly what this is. So, this is uh, one of the Ambers. Mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, the little thing from Jurassic Park with the mosquito in it. I got that reference because they're like, oh, there's a bug in it. Yeah. So um, that's kind of what it is, but it's uh, it's got the blood DNA of uh, an ancient Pokemon, 
Well, at the time of this, we either have a Kabuto, Kabutops, Ammonite, Amistar, and Aerodactyl. And we know later on that part of Red's main team is going to be an Aerodactyl. And that was one of the things I completely forgot is like, how did he actually get the Aerodactyl? Yeah. Because I was thinking of the whole part, like he got it in a cave, like they allude to in um, in the regular Pokemon show. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess it's not, it doesn't hold up. So I don't know what I was I guess thinking. so. But yeah, he but, gives him that. I, I wonder if he gave it to him thinking like it's going to be a shitty Pokemon. You think so? Yeah, because I like, feel oh, like you get like he gave a him a small though. one. Yeah, or I feel like he gave him a small one because he does bring up, oh, well, there might not be anything on there. Which, what if Giovanni accidentally gave him one that he didn't think, like he thought he was giving him a rock? Oh, maybe. Because he just kind of say that I'm giving you a parting gift. Uh, these might just be useless pebbles or maybe to discourage him from like, Oh, yeah. if I tell him that he won't try and wake him. Yeah. Up. Yeah. And they both, uh, depart and go their separate ways. And, uh, you know, red says bye and, uh, he tells him to take care and whatnot. And we see Giovanni staying behind and he's like, I'm going to do what needs to be done, basically. And I didn't know that Magmars follow the thing that defeated it. So, like, they try to track down the thing that that beat it. I didn't know that either. And we see the Magmars jump out, and uh, Giovanni releases his... Is it a cloister? Yeah. It's a cloister. And he, like, freezes them, and then... You noticed this. I didn't notice this, but they both, like get cut in half yeah which you said that was brutal like oh, a lot yeah, of the zombie pokemon we had yeah when man, the zombie pokemon like... showed up yeah this is yeah. probably like the third or fourth thing that's happened in the pokemon manga that's just brutal because we yeah. never really see pokemon ever die or with like the arbok that got decapitated yeah the zombie arbok yeah yeah but it also shows how ruthless Giovanni actually is. He's willing to sacrifice Pokemon, unlike Red, who's not willing to take that final blow. Yeah. And like how much powerful Giovanni is to like Red, who's like just a normal trainer at this time, you know? Right. Uh, but we end this seeing the reveal that Giovanni is actually a member of the infamous Team Rocket. And uh, he's wondering if Red's actually going to be a threat to Team Rocket down in the the future. Right, yeah. Which, And I I think he's wondering if he actually even needs to worry about him taking him out or if he ever really needs to worry about... uh, Because he does say that basically he's such a fool and that he thinks that he'll take himself out. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. No. So, what did you think of this chapter? Um, I actually like this one because we did get to see more of Red's ingenuity with it, uh-huh. and we kind of got to see this, even though it's part of it seemed weird, because you have to really focus on the word bubble slash the thought bubble of yeah. if Giovanni said it out loud. And Red ignored it, kind of, sort of, or if it was in Giovanni's head, 
mm-hmm. um, you know, with different things. So, so I thought this chapter was just okay. Yeah. Uh, there are parts that I liked about it, but honestly, I feel, I feel like it does add more to the story, possibly in the long run of things. Yeah. But it's a lot like, sort of like almost like a cleanser or like a filler to an extent kind of for me personally kind of like the last two chapters were yeah a little a little bit like i know giovanni's a big thing and he'll have bigger uh a bigger role down the road hey buddy but you know you gotta rate this one higher because this is a first character reveal it is a first character real reveal even though i already know who (laughs) giovanni is (laughs) <laughs> right but i mean it's it's not a bad chapter it just yeah. it, it wasn't like it didn't hook me like yeah. the previous not not the safari zone but the other chapters before that yeah yeah um i don't know i mean it could be the time that it took us in between to re to record these again possibly it possibly Um, that because it's been it's been like a month or two since we recorded a pokemon episode i think yeah so i don't know maybe maybe the hype died down for me but it does get points because my boy snorlax was in it (laughs) right snorlax showed up for a little bit he didn't do much but he was there yeah yeah i uh i always like it if it's there's somebody that's on Red's like main team shows up, so Snorlax. Um, because sometimes you'll get ones where it'll be like Sandshrew, we might never see Sandshrew again, yeah. Like, you what know. a what a pool Sandshrew was, basically, right? Right? So, you know, and I kind of hate that about part of it because I I feel like we don't get the connection with some of the guys as much as we should. Like, like the connection that we have with like Polyrath and Bulbasaur and Pikachu, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. we we've spent time with them, but you know, to have the just the random Snorlax hasn't done much in the in the book so far. Even so far, he, yeah. So far, yeah. Snorlax has done quite a bit that we've had. Yeah. But he hasn't. He's not on par with them. Yeah. But, but I mean, we have other people like the Sandshrew and like, um, oh shoot, what's another guy that he's used just like in passing, like a bell sprout or something like that. Like other guys that we know aren't actually going to get used like anymore, except for that one advertisement for that one chapter. Yeah. Um, you know, are we going to see him use the Nido Kings from the Safari Zone again? Probably not, you know. I think he should. I think he should bring out a Nido King. No shit, I think he should bring out a Nido King. I mean, that would be really cool to see some of the other ones brought back out. And Pokemon is the perfect medium to do that because it would almost be like a combination of like um, a WWE wrestler coming back <laughs> after a long time or yeah, something. Yeah. And you see him throw it out and maybe they can do like the, you just see the shadow of the guy real quick. And then yeah. here's this Nido King running out, and you're like, I remember when Red caught that guy. You know, like, so I, I think it's an opportunity that's a little lost with that, especially because they want to keep the main team kind of there the whole time and, and things yeah. like that. Um, but 
Um, yeah, I mean, we had that. We had the the expression for um, getting this amber that we know will have. Well, uh, you know, I had no idea about it. Well, I mean, just a fossil Pokemon in general. I thought he was just giving him a fucking rock. No, it's a fossil Pokemon. Well, I didn't know that. So, so we know that there will be that that will come later. Um, we had the reveal of Giovanni, our big bad villain guy, which I was surprised. I, I was kind of surprised to see him in this. Yeah, to be honest, like I thought that Giovanni would be get revealed like later. Yeah, late, like later on. Even, even though, like, I'm using like my meta knowledge of Pokemon and whatnot, <laughs> but like meta knowledge of knowing like who giovanni tech actually is yeah oh hey misty shows up in the next chapter (laughs) (laughs) yeah well yeah i mean i I thought this was okay it's not my favorite chapter yeah it's not not my favorite chapter but it was okay i mean no i might have to go back and start reading pokemon again maybe there was just too much time in between the chapters that we we talked about it you're gonna start back over with my book two, but your part two, probably. Be like, all right, I'm gonna go back. Although I would like to go back, and I'll have to see if I can find my volume one because I feel like it's in that. Um, yeah. Of where Red brings up where he's like, I feel like I've seen you before. Oh yeah, because doesn't he see him when they go to the gym? No, I think he sees his statue or, outside of the thing, too. Or was it when he saw Mewtwo? No, I don't think so. I think that's okay. when we see Koga. But Okay, because okay. I, I mean, he references that he's seen him, but he doesn't yeah. know where he's from. But I think whenever he goes past the Viridian City gym, he sees that statue of him. Okay. And I think that that might be the reveal that we're talking about that hey you know this is this is where um basically it comes out you know yeah yeah true so maybe that's where he knows him from i don't know i would like to go back and kind of comb through it and see if he does see the statue or if he does see giovanni somewhere or a picture of him or something like that. And that's where he's like, Oh, I think I know you from this. Yeah. Or even if he sees him, maybe he, cause he's a researcher. Maybe he saw him on TV. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. We don't know. Do we really know at this point that Giovanni is, I mean, we know from the end of the chapter, but does society really know who the leader of team rocket is or do they just know, Oh, it's an organization. Yeah. So, Okay, so I've been flipping through the next couple chapters. Yeah. This looks like it's going to be fucking fire. <laughs> you stupid. It's going to be fire. Well, I mean, and you know, in the next one, uh, one of my uh, f- or my favorite Pokemon comes out. Dragonite? Dragonite. Yeah. But anyways, guys, if you enjoyed this, thanks for listening. Share the podcast with all your friends and family. Uh, It helps us out in the long run. Uh, That's the best way to help us out is to listen and to share the podcast to get people to come back and listen, you know, obviously. Right. Uh, Especially with this one for any Pokemon fan. Oh, with any Pokemon fans? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
because everybody might not like everything else we cover, but you know people have to love Pokemon. That's true. Everybody loves Pokemon, right? Right. <laughs> oh my god, I thought of something stupid. What? Instead of the, I love corn. <laughs> I love Pokemon. I love corn. <laughs> I also love Pokemon. Pokemon. Mm. <laughs> A little too far there, kid. A little too far there. I mean, who talking, doesn't love corn? Talking about eating Pokemon. Oh, that's a new kink. <laughs> I love I love Pokemon. Mmm, Pokemon. <laughs> Wish I had one of them crabbies right now. <laughs> Give me some crabby legs. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thanks for listening. We'll see you on and the next episode. See you next Tuesday. Bye.